This is the JFJ Conspiracy, where the shop talk is rough. I'm Jim. And I'm Frank. And I'm Jerry. And this is the JFJ Conspiracy Podcast, where the shop talk is rock. Gentlemen, April Fool's Day, we're recording this. Yes, we are. You have any uh, hijinks going on today at all? Yeah, we were going to have Led Zeppelin call in, but they canceled. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that was a nice try. Maybe next year. Yeah. I think the, I think yeah. the joke was on us. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll was, call you yeah. guys on April 1st. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Your, your, your new podcast? Okay, yeah, we'll call you. We'll call you. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't catch on to it. <laughs> I sh- we should have known. We, we should have known. Like us. Yeah, we should have known. known. I sent him a sticker. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Robert. got to send them some buttons. Yeah, yeah they Robert need the buttons. To, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, real quickly, um, we have the, the T-shirts, the new T-shirts out at Store Frontier. That's one of them back there that Jerry's got. Uh, we now have women in kids' sizes on uh, different designs. And uh, you listeners, if you like something and it's not in the style of shirt you like, let us know, and we'll switch some stuff around. It's all kind of in the infancy stage. Uh-huh. But uh, all we are doing is a little bit of money we make is just going to advertising and maybe yeah. pay some of these uh, big rockers off to come on the show. Mm-hmm. You never know. Yeah, yeah. Good so. stuff, folks, though. Got my shirt. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's another guild. Several one. designs. Yeah, different designs. Gildan, of course, cotton. Wonderful. Yep. Very good. Yeah. So, guys, what I want to talk about first this week is on Friday, it was announced that tickets went on sale for Judas Priest locally here in Ontario, California, at the oh. Citizens Bank Arena. Oh. Opening that. act is Uriah Heep. Wow. And I, I just read before we started doing the podcast that right they're planning on doing eight or nine songs that they have yet to do on this tour. They're kicking yep. new songs. They've been doing Killing Machine and some of the older, deeper cuts. Cool. Um, Very cool. But here's my Check question to you. We have Ian Hill, who is a founding member of Judas Priest. We have Rob Halford, who is the voice, the metal god himself. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we kind of drop down a tier. We got Scott Travis on drums, who's been there for 25 years or whatever. But, yeah, you know, he is a, a definite sound of Judas Priest. Mm-hmm. And then we have Richie Faulkner and their producer, Andy Sneed. Now, this is my thing that I, I have issues with. Richie Faulkner looks just like K.K. Downing. Matter of fact, when he <laughs> stepped into his spot, a lot of people didn't even know there was a change. Wow. Even Does he play was, the V, Frank? Does play, he play the flying V? v? He, I, I can't confirm or deny. I just know he has the long blonde hair, was wearing the wow. vest. Yeah. And Jim just fell down. You okay? Oh, there I he is. fell down. I look like you fell out of your chair there. Well, I'm, you know, the whole Jesus Priest thing just threw me for a loop. Three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Andy Sneed is their producer. He produced their last album, Firepower. Right. And this guy's in a bunch of, of bands. He is a guitarist extraordinaire. Okay, well, that's the key. Okay. Yeah, but he is not Glenn Tipton or K.K. Downing. And, and what kind of gets under my skin a little bit, right now, I guess, and I, I can't, mm. haven't seen them yet, but I guess the guy that looks like K.K. Downing is playing Glenn Tipton's parts, and the guy that looks like Andy Sneed is playing K.K. Downing's parts. So, as a longtime priest fan, would that throw you off? Yeah, it's a little, little odd, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when I saw the tickets going on sale, though, I, I was thinking, why not? Mm-hmm. Why not go see them? Yeah, I don't know. I'm still kicking it around. I, I, I'd love to see them again. I probably would too. You guys are way more priesty than I was, mm-hmm. so you know I understand the lineups, and I'd love to Tipton and KK the the lead exchanges. I, I used to love it. I love it. But one of the reasons Frank and Jim, the place is so close to us. Um, it's hard not you, to go. And, yeah, it, pretty much. And yeah. if you got Rob Halford coming out on the Harley and putting the microphone in the exhaust pipe yeah. and just. <laughs> 
that just puts you in the mood. And if the other cats can keep up, so be it. Yeah, I would. I would go. Now, would what's go. what's kind of nice is we know Glenn Tipton has Parkinson's disease, right? But he so. has been coming out from time to time during the encores. I saw that. I saw that, Frank. It was beautiful. And, yeah. and that would be the price of admission for me. Absolutely. To see see Glenn again. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I read K.K. Downing's book. He he kind of, you know, badmouthed all of them. He, he pretty of much, course. without saying it, he blamed Glenn Tipton for all the bad things that happened in Judas Priest. Of course. Uh, because, you know, it's he's trying to sell books. Right. Sure. So, and then he was upset they didn't ask him to come back in the band after uh, Glenn stepped down and... Dude, you retired. You well, he was golfing, right? Right. Said he, he was. Golfing. Said he was yeah. leaving. Yes. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. He had a so, golf resort uh, and was losing money doing that. So yeah, you know, uh, hand over fist, evidently. Yeah, yeah. Apparently so. He sold sold off the rights to his songs to try to recoup some of his debt. I think. Oh yeah. lord, don't Sad. ever sell that stuff off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So uh, my my question though is okay. Does that hinder your thoughts about going? Apparently, it doesn't because it is Judas Priest. But at what right. at what point? And we've talked about another band when the replacement members were characters. It's a little different. They're in right. paint and and costumes, right? So, eh, you know. But at what point is it just a cover band or is it karaoke? Um, you know, it's if it's not the original members and and it's the singer, then the spirit of the band is still there. Mm-hmm. Yep. But how, how long has KK been gone? I couldn't even tell you. It's been a long time. It's been a long time, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. And and the thing with Glenn is just unfortunate. Yes. It, it is. It is. You know. He's a Godar monster himself. Yeah, this guy can yeah. play. So, it, it's... Uh, yeah. If you got yeah, if you got Rob Halford singing and the the two guitar guys can keep up, you still have your vintage drummer and bass player. I would go, but them other two cats better 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 keep up. Well, you know, well, I don't think there's I don't think there's any issue with those guys. I, I, I bet know. there isn't. Both I bet there isn't. Fantastic yeah. players. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to me, it's to me, it's still Priest. Okay. Yeah. That, that's yeah. what I was wanting to know. You yeah. Know, um, I I at first was wavering whether or not I wanted to go. Because again, I loved KK and Glenn. I love that guitar duo, mm-hmm. and um, I saw them. The last time I saw them was at uh, I think it's the Microsoft Theater, and um, all I remember saying is, "KK, put your shirt back on. Put your shirt on. You're oh, yeah. <laughs> no, there's nothing worse than that. No, I know you what you're saying. Look like a jar of mayonnaise <laughs> playing guitar. Put your shirt on. Oh, so, but the music uh, was awesome, right?" You know, right? But that was twenty-five <laughs> yeah, years ago. On, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so. But you know, Frank, um, I think Priest was like maybe the third or fourth concert I ever went to mm-hmm. was when we we saw him on the British Steel tour. Right. Oh. So uh, I I still have great memories of that, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know, Downey and Tipton were a big part of that show. Yes. But uh, I I still feel like it's Priest. I'm, I'm seriously thinking about dropping some coin and going. Well, tickets start at forty nine fifty for the nosebleeds, and uh, my biggest problem with the Citizens Bank Arena is that the seats are tight. You know, it is uh, anywhere that way anymore though. Almost anywhere. Um, we, Cindy and I went and saw Def Leppard, and um, unfortunately, we had a three hundred plus pound guy standing next to us where he didn't need oh. to because we were in the first risers and you could see fine, but he decided to stand up and he came right from work, didn't shower and apparently had a bad lunch because he was passing gas the whole concert. Oh, nice. And we actually left early. It was that bad. He, he should yeah. have poured some sugar on it. Ah, yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rim shot. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I need to get some sound effects in here, apparently. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, the rim shot, the, uh, the spring sound. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was our last uh, experience at Citizens Bank Arena. And, oh, that's a bummer. And, but that's... they have floor seats for $99, but then you know you're going to stay on the whole night. You know? Sure. But, you, do yeah. you know, 
you're sitting on a hard chair and you don't have to worry about people passing you back and forth because there's no way at Citizens Bank Arena you can sit down and someone getting up to go get a beer or something. You have to stand up. You have well, to. That is there's, tight, then, Frank. That is tight. Yeah. yeah. But that's almost anywhere. In, um, we were at the pond and it was the same way. But this just seemed a little more compact and it's a it's a hockey arena. You know, they play uh, the Kings Farm Club plays there. So. Yeah. But it's it's definitely a thought. It's one of those things we're going to flip a coin and decide if we're going to go or not. When is it, Frank? Yeah. When is it? August sometime. Oh, summer. Yeah. 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 And uh, it's right around the corner. Think so, about it, guys. Yeah. Dude, I'll, I'll look re- that up and uh, I'll put a little graphic on the okay. deal. Yeah. So. Well, anyways, well, I'm I'm surprised. I really thought maybe you guys would be a little more hesitant because here we have guys who are not the original members and again at our age and their age there's not many bands with original members in it anyways no right the thing thing is frank you're a lot more um discreet as far as uh, i mean if if i would go there i would have a good time i would Mm -hmm. not i would not catch the fact hey wait a minute why is he playing tipton's part Mm -hmm. i wouldn't catch it if they delivered and and rob is on oh boy i think i would dig that i think i dig that i think you just your your knowledge is you know it's self-defeating sometimes. It's but you like, know what? You know, man. Remember listening to the records, and oh, what's yes. cool about Judas Priest is yes. they said, first solo break, KK down. Second solo break, Glenn tipped. Right. And you waited wow, for it. Right. And so then we went and saw them live. You were waiting for that, and they did it to a T. Uh-huh. I mean, they were. Now I understand. Now yeah. I understand. Yeah. So now I'd be looking stage left for KK to start, and then over here is Andy Sneed got, playing it. And, I got to look the other way. Yeah, it's going to throw me all off. <laughs> I, I i'd i'd like to go cool i, I don't I'll I, I don't know how much longer they're going to be doing it yeah, yeah i yeah. can't see too much more um right. rob well, had hip replacement surgery i guess he's uh a few years ago he was walking with a cane yep so all our bands from the day guys everybody's just like us getting older yeah it's getting it's, older huh? it's the way it works now, I have I have no idea, but how many how many guys are left in Uriah Heap? I couldn't tell you. Yeah, yeah, when you said that, Frank, I'm like, oh my gosh! And I think the Gypsy Queen passed on too, so I I don't know. I just mm. they they had a handful of good tunes, but sure, you know, wow. I uh, I wouldn't know any of them. I never followed them that much, and I think they opened for them one time. When we I don't know if it was you know we saw them with Savoy Brown, I think. Uh yes, once Long Beach, and then I think that was um uh, that was a point of entry tour. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So they're you know good English buddies touring around together. Sure. Right. I mean, Mitterrand Heap's been around longer than I, Priest. I think so. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think you're right, Jim. Yeah. yeah. Good five years at least, I would think. Just yeah. going back at my bean counter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on and uh, check out some new music. How about that, guys? Yes. Sounds groovy. Um, Jim, why don't you start this week with your pick? Okay. So I've got uh, a band that's been around a long time and a band that has um, been on a few different independent labels. Uh, They started out on Lookout. It's the Dolly Rots. They've been around for 18 years now. Uh, Kelly Ogden, Luis Cabezas, um, husband and wife duo, uh, started out as doing it kind of just for fun, became an actual band kind of full time in 2001, uh, signed to Lookout, played uh, Warp Tour, got, uh, got seen by Joan Jett and uh, Joan signed them and they put out two, two records on her Blackheart label. And then after that, they decided to go it alone. They've been DIY ever since. Uh, they're completely fan-funded. Uh, uh, I've been a fan of them. The first time I heard them was um, that You're Awesome on Indie 103.1, another brilliant, <laughs> now defunct radio station yeah. here in L.A. Right, right. Where, uh, where Jonesy's Jukebox got its start. Jonesy's Jukebox is on yeah, 103.1. Anyway, so they've been doing it, uh, doing it on their own ever since. They've got a new album coming out, and I think this is the second single off the new album. 
Uh, new album's not released yet. Coming out soon. Right. But uh, but here it is. The new song's called Everything. Well, here is the Dolly Rots with Everything. Jim. Yeah, pop punk. Woo! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you one thing I love about these guys is when you order stuff from them, and I've ordered stuff from them in the past. So you, you buy the album, generally 20 bucks for the vinyl, colored vinyl, generally speaking. <laughs> uh, want it signed? Want it personalized? Five right. bucks. Cool. Not like these guys who charge you. 30, no. 30 bucks to sign then, a record. And then have a right? stamp with their signature. Yeah. I'm Jimmy Page. <laughs> I'm Jimmy Page. I think he only does that for his books. Yeah. But. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> <Sorry to> interrupt. <laughs> now that's cool. That That's super cool. Personalized like that. Yeah. Yeah, just tell them what you want it to say, who you want to assign it to, whatever. But uh, Wonderful stuff. Obviously, uh, good attitude. Yeah. You know, like I said, completely uh, crowdsourced. And uh, I love that sound, Jim. Mm, very raw, very good. Yeah, oh, they're they're great. Good stuff. Great band. They uh, produce their own albums, or do they have? Uh... Yep. Okay. Very nice. They, they, I like the sound. Love the guitars. And um, of course, because it came from you, it had a female singer. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And under three minutes, I, I'm guessing it was Frank, just not... over three minutes. It's like three you're kidding. Or something Probably like just a couple ticks over. Oh three. boy. <laughs> <laughs> our gym is slipping but for no. good stuff like that hey slip i'm, I'm gonna go back now and see how many bands <laughs> i've had with female singers versus male singers well you can just technically go back and say every podcast this is, probably that be safe this is episode 13 <laughs> so i would guess 12 11 yeah okay <laughs> well, I've, I've already got a band lined up for next time uh-huh. and it's guy and singer what's, what's so. her name the lead yeah. singer what's her name <laughs> That's all right. You have to wait and find out. No, it's good stuff. Yeah. Oh, when you rock, you have a style rock. of music that you like, you run with it. There's nothing wrong That's with that. It. Nothing That's wrong with it. that. Nothing wrong. I've just I've just been pegged with it, and I'm not sure it's 100 percent fair, but wow. that's all right. You do the research and let us know. <laughs> I will. I'm going to go back and look. Seven out of 13 or 12. I'm I'm interested in finding out. We don't want to peg you. No, we don't want to peg you. <laughs> well, real quickly, real quickly, what I want to do is uh, I want to correct myself because I made a joke and it went flat with you guys, and I, I figured out why. We were talking about Uriah Heep, and I said, I well, probably the Gypsy Queen is dead, but um, that was April Wine. That's why it was not Uriah you know, I, Heep. You know what's funny about I that? I was that all like, hmm, that. I know, I know the April Wine song. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey. I'm they sure blend together. Those mid card British bands, <laughs> rock bands, they they run together to me. 
And oh, I actually except, except April Wine's Canadian. Are they? Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> well, it's I, like wearing a kilt. It's like wearing a kilt in Scotland or Ireland. Yeah. You know, you know, sometimes you cross modulate. It's all we we knew what you meant, Frank. No, but when you said Gypsy Queen, I was like, well, oh, okay. So now we know one hundred percent. I don't know what the hell I'm Nature talking the about. Beast. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> How you do, Frank? How hey, you do? It just lets you know good. that I'm not sitting there looking at Wikipedia while we're doing this podcast. You know, I'm going off my the top of my head, and uh, obviously that portion of my head has been. Uh, <laughs> it's funny when you said Gypsy issues. Queen, I automatically thought April Wine. So did I, Jim. Like, oh, so did I, I must, Jim. I must have missed you, right? He, yeah, single <laughs> well, that was Gypsy Queen. That's exactly what I thought. I go, he's got, he's talking about April Wine, but no, he's on Uriah Heat. Maybe yeah. they had a song called Gypsy. Uh, Queen. You guys got to check me, man, because, well, yeah. okay, get, getting, old. getting old. Gypsy Queen is April Wine, dude. <laughs> better, better, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, not I to take away from the Dolly Rounds. <clears throat> not to take away from the Dolly Rounds. No, uh, All right. All right. But oh, they've sorry. got stuff. Their, their their music is available just about everywhere also. You can get a digital yeah. download and everything. iTunes. If you order um if you order direct from them, you can usually get the vinyl. I'd rather do that. Yeah. Yes, and have yeah. it signed. Yep. And that new that new single um is a kind of an orangey yellow splatter clear vinyl cool looking thing i'm going to order it as soon as we are we're done finished here, with huh? the podcast tonight. all right uh speaking of i don't have it handy but i did i did get my uh brutalist album in the mail the other day oh cool um it's screen printed on the the, the front of it it's really nice um one of 300 so Ooh, you know you did it i did yeah. it i did it I, I like to support the acts that we uh yes. we put on oh here, yeah so. i buy i buy the 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 ones that we review, I buy. Heck yeah, yeah. So. let's keep them going. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then Jerry, you've got a band for us this week, and mm-hmm. uh, tell us about them, will you? Out of New Orleans, Louisiana. It's not Louisiana, folks. It's Louisiana, and they're called Green Gasoline, and it's uh, it's great rock and roll. We've got Dylan Hamard on guitars. John Casteau on drums, Logan Lays on bass and vocals, and, and rock and vocals, guys. And then uh, Daniil joined them later after their initial EP from 2016. They have an album out. It's about a year old called Unleaded. All right. And, and they just, it, it's, it's good. They're, they're saying is driving passionate, insane thirst for the rock of old funk, punk, metal. And... um. They just, it's good stuff. The, the, the vocalist Logan reminds me of, um, Sebastian Bach from Skid Row, but better, if I may. Oh. Uh, not, not so, a lot more rich, a lot deep. He can hit the high notes, but it doesn't sound thin. Mm-hmm. Um, great harmonies, great song work, great leads. Uh, they have a song called Electric Bandana. That's an instrumental. If you want to really get the feel for what they're about, listen to that. It's on the album Unleaded. And, uh, they're just, they're just rocking good. It's a rocking good band. It's good stuff. It's stuff I like. I think you guys will like it. Mm-hmm. Um, all the folks out there in conspiracy land, when you're kind of like me before we started this endeavor, you think, well, there's there's no good music out there anymore. You know, stuff's too commercial. Stuff I hear, there's tons of music out there, folks. Tons of it. Get on Bandcamp. Get on Reverb. Get on YouTube. Uh, these guys, they're not on Twitter. They're not on Reverb. But a lot of stuff on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. and Green gasoline, and, and they just—it's—it's—it it's, it makes me have faith in rock and roll again, folks. It's just like the Dolly Rods, Jim. You just played—that's—that's that's heavy rock and stuff to me, and it just gives me faith in the in the in the genre. It gives me faith. There's lots of good stuff out there, folks. Look it up on Bandcamp, Spotify. They're out there. You can look under new artists. You can look under indie. But it, there's good bands out there. Uh, their last tours were a bit ago uh, in New Orleans locally. So, but I signed up. So, whenever they have something close, they'll notify me. Uh, again, Green Gasoline. The album is unleaded. All right, we're gonna play the song unleaded from that mm-hmm. album. And mm-hmm. I want to say the media has given us a skewed version of rock and roll right now because mm-hmm. not every band has to be Greta Van Zeppelin. Okay, <laughs> so, there are plenty oh, of Frank good hard rock bands. What's funny, Frank, you mentioned that. Let me cut in since you said that. I went to a Twitter comment that was a year old about uh, Green Gasoline. And the chick, excuse me, the woman on it said, 
<laughs> F Greta Van Fleet, green right. gasoline is the way to go. He's so it's funny. Diggity. It's funny you said that, Frank. Right. It's funny you said that. Yes, she was like, "Nah, green gasoline's the way to go." Well, that's that was, that was one of their moms. Yeah, it could be. You know, yeah. Let's give it a listen. This is unleaded from green <laughs> gasoline. Okay. Woo! <laughs> I, I didn't want that to end. I didn't oh, either. No. <laughs> and, and, you know, uh, before I say any more, we've been asked several times via email and whatnot on, on why don't we play the whole song? Why are you guys so stingy with the music? And the whole deal is we just want you to get a taste mm-hmm. of how awesome this stuff is. Now, you go explore. You go mm-hmm. buy it. You support the band and uh, do your part. Yes. That's what we want. And Absolutely. just in case there's some copyright issues or whatever, we don't want to be involved in that. Nope. So, uh, but, but we do it out there, folks, too. We, we get a hold of a band that gets back to us, and, and you, you, know, you get involved in their stuff, and you realize how good it is. And so we support them, too. Folks. Absolutely. You know, Frank, Frank bought the album. I, my main venue is iTunes, so I get a lot of the stuff from iTunes. Uh, Jim might be vinyl or Spotify or Bandcamp, but it, it, get out there and support them, folks. It, I mean, there's good rock and roll bands out there still, and I love it. Now I'm glad, I'm glad we're doing this show. I love it. I understood your Sebastian Bach reference. Yeah, I. Yep. I mean, just to totally heard it. Yeah, I Thank heard you, it, Joe. Yeah, but you know what? I also heard. I heard if Ted Nugent could actually sing. Well, what's funny is yeah. that sounded a little school of fishy to me too. That that riff that uh-huh. was a little Teddy like. Yeah, yeah, Uncle Ted, Uncle Ted. But you know. It's it's just good stuff, and some of their tunes, the the, the harmonies and and they uh, the leads, the rhythms keeping up, and he's just oh yeah, green gasoline unleaded, folks. Get the album, get it. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. New Orleans, Louisiana. Well, now our podcast doesn't do the music justice because uh, that was recorded in stereo. You had hard pan, left and right guitars doing different things. Mm-hmm. And then when you listen to it on YouTube, it's all mono. And yep. uh, because we don't have a budget, people, we, we, we're we on the cheap. Nope. <laughs> we don't that's have our budget. a budget. Yeah, that's our budget. Buy a T-shirt and we'll go stereo. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But what did yes. you think, Jim? How'd you like them? I loved it. Yeah. You know, um, when I saw the name at first, I really didn't know what to think. Green gasoline. Right. Yeah, and uh, but as, as soon as I heard it, I was like, "Oh yeah, mm. fantastic!" I I like them a lot. I went through and listened to uh, several songs. Well, what was nice also is they had a good bio. Uh, yeah, we often they had complain. a good bio. <laughs> you got <laughs> we, then you got more than I did. Yeah. yeah, they they put out plenty of info about themselves and whatnot, and they got right back to us. They were happy to participate in the podcast, which we appreciate all the time. 
Yes. And I was I was surprised, um, you know, where they were from. I just uh, I I don't know. It just didn't add up. And then when I heard the music, <laughs> I just loved it because it just why, why aren't they out here? Just rocks. I know. Why aren't they? They should be right. Why aren't out they from here? L.A.? They, yeah, they, they sound like a Hollywood <laughs> sleaze band. You know. They've oh, got that, yes. They've that got that great. swagger uh, but, to them. Um, you know, melodic at the same mm-hmm. time. You know, when they go into that Great chorus, harmony. it's yeah. just uh, yeah, fantastic stuff. Yeah, uh-huh. you guys, uh, you got to check them out. Yeah, green, green gasoline. gasoline. Yep. Have uh, we gushed enough? Well, the only thing I would say, and, and just <laughs> thanks, is just Frank. yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, from a fan standpoint, is work on your logo. You know, I I was kind of when I was thumbing through Bandcamp and I came across it, I thought of oh these I mean, you can't take these guys serious. You know, they have a cartoon for a, for an album cover, you know, and, and almost had that punk look to it. And now, now you can't I judge a book by its cover. <laughs> Green jelly, exactly. You cannot judge a book by its cover. Slime. It was slime. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, I'm looking at the cover, yeah. Ah, well, you know, if, if you're putting all your uh, money into the music itself, go ahead and have a crappy logo. <laughs> no, I didn't say you know, that. Jerry Oberg. I, I, I know. All mail I know. goes I know to Jerry Oberg. Yes. I, I know where he's headed. But if, if the music's that good, I don't care if it's what, yeah. in through the outdoor, if you've got it wrapped in a brown paper bag, I don't well, care. My That's point is, good. the JF, uh, JFJ show at gmail.com. Attention, attention, Jerry Oberg. Yeah, attention, right. Jerry. <laughs> I know. Logo yeah. up yours. It should the be second J. It's the second J in the JFJ, yeah. No, no, no. My point was, as I was sifting through, I'm because... Bringing up the rear there's so much <laughs> on Bandcamp to look at that is, it's easy to pass something up if the cover doesn't at least grab your attention we That's still that, do that don't we guys look at the cover I do. remember the That's album's true. back oh yeah. yeah i look at the name i look at the cover yeah yeah, yeah. um so that's just just a humble opinion from a old fart of a fan that's all no it's so, good stuff it's good know. stuff good rocking stuff i loved it i loved it oh yeah <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, moving forward, um, I've got a song tonight from a band. They're called Shadow and the Thrill. And um, if you're not familiar with them, it's uh, Tony Cardenas Montana, who is... Uh, uh, Anthony. Oh, Anthony. I wonder I've heard of that. Oh. Uh-huh. He's uh, from Great White fame, played bass with them, toured the globe a couple of times with them. Uh, went out on his own, did a solo album called Tombstone Shuffle that I suggest you... Uh, uh, find it and download it. Great rock and music. Yes, it is. I uh, forgot about that. But he's got an album with Shadow and the Thrill coming out called Sugar Bowl. It should be out in a month or two. Keep an eye out. Their first single, which is the song we're going to play, is called Misery. And uh, I'm not going to get too much into the details of the band, uh, only because Anthony said he's going to come on the podcast and do an interview. Nice. Oh, right so, on, Anthony. Thank you. I'm going to have to hold him to it. Bitching. Yeah, I'll have to hold him to it. But Absolutely. Uh, the main recording of the well band was done. himself and Brent Arcement, who plays drums and keyboards. This guy is just a beast. Uh, th- these two together are two of the most talented gentlemen you'll ever hear. They're, they're multi-instrumentalists. Uh, Anthony can sing. Uh, and I even read an article one time where Jack Russell said, if ever there was a true replacement that should take his place, it should be Anthony. High praise oh. indeed. Yeah. High praise interesting. indeed. Yeah, yeah so, that is interesting. So. Wow. And, uh, you know, he still plays with Jack Russell's Great White. Great they, White. Mm. They play locally, and they tour all over the United States. And uh, this is his side project, and it, it's gaining some steam right now. So we're going to do our part to try to help him out. Absolutely. And uh, the song is called Misery.
Um, nice. This was recorded in all places, Nolens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anthony knows. <laughs> yeah. The, I guess the majority of the album was recorded back there. I know the song was, but um, slick, well produced rock and roll. That's mm-hmm. Anthony playing all guitars, the slide, the harmonica. Um, you name it, he's doing it. Uh, uh, wow. Brent's over there hitting the drums and, and the keyboards. And uh, they've been playing, like I say, around uh, BK Live in Arizona and going up to, um, I think, in Indiana. They're opening up for uh, Sammy Hagar in the circle. Um, oh, what? They just, I guess, this weekend opened for Vince Neal in, in Arizona. So they're really getting some traction. He's got right. one thing I will say. He's got a fan base that is very loyal to him. Well, and it should be. That goes to, to say a lot about him because he's it does. He's very interactive with his fans. Yeah. So really awesome. cool. Yeah. What'd you think of that, Jerry? I loved it. Good rocking stuff. Good yeah. rocking stuff. I heard that harmonica come in. Woo. It was woo. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff, though. I like that. I like that harmonica sound. That, yeah. That high pitched, like like a bluesy, like a, I don't know, but I like it. Yeah. And I, you know, that's that's my style, folks. So I'm not as deep as Jim and Frank are the technical stuff, but I know what I like, and and I like that. Mm-hmm. That was good stuff. Now let me, <laughs> forgive me if I'm ignorant. Is Anthony singing? Who's singing? That's Anthony singing. That's Anthony. Singing. Ah, yeah. see now, guys, I understand him as the bass player for Great White. Right. So to hear right. that, he is he's he's on his way. Well, that's good stuff, Anthony. Sorry about that. Sorry. I don't That's want to name stuff. name drop too That's much, good stuff. but way back thirty plus years ago, yeah. um, Greg Lube, who's basically along with Anthony, my brother from another mother, you know, because right. I, I met him, <laughs> I met Anthony through Greg, and he says, "Hey, Same you want to go see Anthony play?" He was in a band called Naked Steel, and we went down to the Ice House, and oh, I'd only oh, been wow. to the Ice House for, for oh, comedy, little Tokyo I saw yeah. there. Oh, yeah, my God. And we went down there and checked him out. And that's when I first actually met him and started hanging out here and there. And um, not nothing major, but he, the kid's got talent. He, he was playing guitar oh. and singing back then. And he's loaded. Yeah, yeah. he he's just that's got talent stuff. upon talent. One of those people that can do it all. Also, I want you to check out um, a band he did an album with called Twenty Two Hundred. It's an Australian band. And uh, they recorded an album, and they actually asked him to do vocals, so he sings on that. Killer rock and roll. Highly wow. recommend it. Uh, I, I, I wish they did more music with Anthony, because it, it oh. was good, strong rock and roll. Wow, that is. That what, is. What would you think of Misery, Jim? Loved it. Um, good, bluesy, hard rock. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't realize it was him singing off the bat. Neither did mm-hmm. I. So when you said, you know, Jack said he could be his replacement, mm-hmm. and as soon as the vocals I kicked in, I, th- I thought, yep. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and he's a Thin Lizzy fan. Big time. Which, uh, Big time. You know, he's all right in my book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he covers yep. the Cowboy song on his solo he covers album, the Cowboy uh, song. Tombstone Shuffle. So check oh. it out. Yeah. Good version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wonderful stuff. Yeah. And thank you, Greg Lubay. That's how I met Anthony also back in the day. That's, that's it. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. Matter of fact, I think we have to have Greg help Anthony with the Skype because he's about as technically um, advanced as you, Jerry. So, Oh, if he's anywhere close <laughs> to me, Greg, get over there and help him. <laughs> so once that yeah. happens, yeah. Uh, we'll get so. an interview going and uh, have a chat with Anthony. That'd yeah. be great. Right. Yeah. Since everybody is, hey, shout out to Greg. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Greg Lubay. Yeah, he listened to every episode, guys. He Bless his heart. Thank you, yeah. Greg. Bless Thumbs his heart. Thank Greg. you, Greg. Yeah. Yep. So that was Misery Good from cat. the yep. upcoming album Sugar Bowl from Shadow and the like Thrill. It. Shadow and the Thrill. I Anthony like it. is the shadow, and Brent is the thrill. Fortunately, uh, fortunately, they didn't stick with that Naked Steel name. Yeah. <laughs> moved on from that. You know, that was a different... Name for a different time. Absolutely, yeah. that was in the way and back a, and a different age. I'm Probably sure back then that sounds sounded great when great. you're 17. Uh-huh. Right? It, uh, I was going to say back then, I bet it sounded rocking. Also, steel, <laughs> yeah. When you get some time and you're on uh, the internet, look up Anna's brother, and that's also Anthony's music, and he is Anna's brother. So, yeah. hence ah. the name. Yeah, 
So Anna and Anthony, well done. Yep. So, anyways, um, check it out. I, I highly recommend uh, all the music tonight. we presented tonight. That's good, good stuff, good. guys. Yeah, yeah. Wow, thank you, Frank. That was a treat. <laughs> well, mo- was. moving forward, um, we did a little thing on Facebook where we put out a poll to let the listeners decide what classic album we would review on our next episode. And I want to stay uh, state right now. I'm not giving up my spot. I'm just delaying it by a week. Okay? So next episode, we're going to have Combat Rock by The Clash. That's who the listeners decided they want us to review. Now, I, we'll talk about this, Jim. I know. <laughs> I was surprised. I was surprised that was the pick. I was too. And, and Jerry, did so, you even vote? Cool. I don't know. Yeah, you did. I haven't been. I haven't been on stuff in a while. Sorry, oh. guys. Yeah, yeah, like you said, I'm. Uh, yeah. Ask you know what she'll tell you. Uh, I will. Yeah. No, she covers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She covers everything and then some. I'm sure. I will. I'll ask her. That's well, my wife, folks, Laura. Yeah. We had we had some great write-ins. You know, oh, we uh-huh. did. You know, and some stuff I want to get to. Yes. Somebody suggested uh, "Sweet Desolation Boulevard." Uh, great Ooh. album. Uh, Pet Sounds mm-hmm. jumped on there. ELO. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some really good, uh, really good stuff. Well, so to the listeners, thank you for participating. For you, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. For wow. those of you that voted for Combat Rock, um, shame on you. But we will. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how long he could go, uh, Jim, without dropping a scud. You know, <laughs> he can only, Frank can only go. No, I think far. it's. I think it's. Uh, I think it's a great choice. Hey, well, the thing is, if the fans pick it, you got to do it. Absolutely, you know, yeah. No absolutely. There. Don't uh, own it. That means I got to go give it a listen, though. Uh, uh, how do you really there. feel about Combat Rock by the uh, Clash, Frank? Oh, you how do you really feel about it? That was their fifth album, and I was done with them by the time. You know those records. Wow! Came out, so. Wow! Isn't that what broke them though? Yeah, pretty much. Combat rock is the uh, their biggest selling, yeah, biggest selling. Because Rock in the Casbah and uh, most accessible. Should, should, day. Should, oh, love yeah. that song. <laughs> Great bass work in that tune. But we will, uh, we will Top move forward and uh, review that on the next episode. So that means I got to spend nine ninety nine on iTunes because I'm not going to bother with it on vinyl. That's for sure. Wow. So, yeah. Frank, back off the back I've off. Got the, it, I've got it on vinyl. Uh, do you? Yeah, and tell Jim what's up. Yeah, never yeah. a big Clash fan. Um, I think the only thing I don't have is give them enough rope. I think I've got the debut. I think I've got London Calling, Sandinista, and Combat Rock. Sandinista was the one I was thinking about. And then after that, uh, nothing. <laughs> well, let me ask you this: Do you own any U two? Uh, I own all of U two. Wow. I own none. Not me either. Neither. I, I, that, that's a, that's I, a, I like them, but you like them. See, I, that's a huge band I could never listen to. You know, um, that's I a story own, for I, another time. Um, yes. Mm. Yeah, I like them. They they morphed into kind of something else. They became sort of an arena rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember they came in on the yeah. when the new wave hit. They came in on that kind of kind of. Well, they they kind of got into a political voice there for a while. Yeah, and, and I don't like that. I don't just. Uh, I'm not a. Just yeah, I'm not a fan of Bono. Let me just uh, state that. Yeah. My thing is just kind of sing. Front. <laughs> yeah. Sing it, dude. Yeah. You know when he used to from the stage, he'd call the White House and try to talk to Reagan right. and all that. Yeah. And I was just like thinking, dude, go home and fix Ireland yeah. before you start fixing Hi, the U.S. Is, it, is this Bono? Yeah. Well, there <laughs> well. you go again. You know, when people were still, you know, blowing each other blowing up over people there. Up. Yeah. Yeah, the IRA. The PLO, that, was, IRA that was heavy yeah. duty stuff back in the day. Yeah, that was bad stuff. Bad stuff. Blowing up your own people. Yeah. Oh, sorry. There I go. Okay. <laughs> that's enough bummer for one show. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, let's I, move on. My bummer alert just Max. <laughs> anyway, I think I, I think I own all every U2 album. Okay. Well done, Jim. I have for none. You. That's... I have none. I hate to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Octung Baby I would get or Joshua Tree or uh, their First one, oh, their debut is good. I think I might have the debut on CD. Oh. Oh. Well, that one was on my phone because it came with a phone. Um, <laughs> right. And I never listened to it. And people people got angry about oh, it. Oh, yeah. You're making it. showed up. Yeah. They just downloaded on your stuff. Yeah. Oh, I didn't like that one bit. So I will, I will say this. Gail's a big U2 fan. That's why I own right. every U2 album. I was going to say, now, sure. now we know why you have them all, Jim. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That helps. <laughs> 
Nothing wrong with that, folks. <laughs> but I don't, I don't hate them. I mean, I, I there's U2 songs I really enjoy. Yeah. So. All right. Well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move forward. How do we get on to U2? What was that all about? I like U2 also. Did you lump them in with The Clash? or? Yeah, they were a huge band. Like The Clash was pretty big, you know, but those were bands that I never really got into. Yeah. You know? um, it's especially, you know, Rockin' the Casbah and, and Should I Stay or Should I Go was, was catchy. Uh, but they were they had some some deep lyrics every once in a while too that I didn't. Yeah, very political. I, th- I yes. think "London Calling" is a great song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, "Train in Vain," love it. Yeah. Well, let's move forward to some non-political music. It's the classic album that Jerry picked, and it's uh, the uh, 1983 debut from Fast Eddie Clark and Pete Way and Dave King. And some other guy, I don't remember who it is. Jerry Shirley. Shirley, there you go. Go Jim, yep. the drummer from Spinal Tap, right? <laughs> I mean, Spinal uh, Tap, nothing. <laughs> he was he was a drummer he from Humble Pie. Humble Pie, yeah. Ooh. Um, well done, Jim. And it's Fast Way. What an album. I, I think we were all surprised uh, going back and listening to this album. I, I'll, I'll admit it, guys. I was. I, I forgot how great it, great it is. I, I forgot. Well, I hate to say it. But yeah, man, wow, good stuff, mm. huh? It starts off with that, you know, all fired up, you know, and in it's hard driving from the very beginning, uh-huh. and cool riffs, and you know, Fast Eddie Clark was he was a beast, you the know? riff meister. Yeah, yeah, that's he's the riff album. This is riff, good old riff rock and roll, Frank. Right, yeah, shaking it. So. Yeah. Well, good riffs in this album. Yeah. Um, mm. I I enjoyed. What was it? Um, Easy living was that the was that the debut song of the? Does that yes, was it that's was. Easy living. Yes. I thought, yeah, escaped me there for a second. Um, Easy living was was such a uh, radio friendly song, and it had a Zeppelin esque kind of uh, vibe to it. Uh, Remind you of rock and roll a little bit. But the whole album was because of Dave King and the way he sang. But, Good vocals. Yeah. Wonderful. And even this many years later, uh, I think I appreciate the vocals now more than I did back then, to be honest with you. Do, yeah. do you have a favorite song on that album, Jerry? Mine is uh, Feel Me, Touch Me, Do Anything You Want, the intro riff. Uh-huh. And it goes throughout oh, the song, too. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah that, that's the second tune on the song or the album. Yeah, that one, that's my favorite. But, you know, All I Need Is Your Love is a good tune. Another Day is a good tune. This whole album's chock full. I, you know, I, like I said, my, my, my venue is the AirPods mm-hmm. and just getting quiet and listening. And yeah, I really forgot how good this album was, guys, to be honest with you. I forgot because vinyl on an old record player from 1984 don't compete with what you can hear today. <laughs> it, 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 even though it's the same album, it's just yeah. they remaster stuff. They have better listening options and I I thoroughly enjoyed listening to this album again. Yes. Did you have Wonderful. a least favorite song? Uh, maybe Heft. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, I like all of it, but maybe Heft. Right. I, I like all of it, but, you know, maybe Heft. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Heft. Kind of non, non-committal there. Right. Yeah, you know, because it's all good. It's it, not a bad it, song. No, it's not bad. It's just not on the level of the rest of the album. Mm, uh, it's better than I remembered it. Yes, I agree. And yeah. when Jerry mentioned it, and I, I said, I think I said, somebody said, like, oh, it's not a bad cut on there. And you said, oh, well, what about Heft? Yeah. And it made me think for a second, oh, yeah, Heft. I don't know. But then when I went back and listened to it, I, I remembered what I really liked about that song. I mean, the, the, the lyrics are, it's a song of desperation. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I love that when it gets to that sort of pre-chorus or the chorus, the way the song switches gears. All of a right. sudden, it like kind of kicks in and then yeah. drops back down, and kicks in. And that was one of the things listening to the album again. Uh, it's just filled with so many great dynamics. Yeah, wonderful dynamics and the drumming, great dynamics and the drumming. Yeah. Good bass uh, work too. Yep, oh, great Pete, everything. Yeah. Yes. Pete Way, you can hear him all over the place. That's what I oh, really yeah, enjoyed yeah. about it. That dude's a bass player. Yes. Yeah. I. What was your favorite track, Jim? 
Uh, easy living. Easy living. Okay. Uh, first song I heard because it was track one, side one. Mm-hmm. Two right. that on. That's the one that. For my money, blows everything else in the album away because uh, it's the only really kind of kind of cooking song on the record. The record, the rest of the record's pretty mid tempo rock, more more grooves, yeah. um, uh, not as riffy as the other songs. Mm-hmm. But um, I, the minute I heard it, it was like uh, Dave King. This is the uh, the second coming of Robert Plant. Oh. <laughs> Great vocals. My Just my loved it. My memories of yeah. seeing them on MTV was the first time I saw them. I heard Easy Living on the radio and went out and bought the album and um, thought, oh, these guys are awesome. And then I saw Dave King, and like I said, he was like 17 years old or something. Uh, yeah, he's young. Yeah. Weighs 90 pounds, soaking oh. wet. Something. <laughs> Half of it is the weight of his hair. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, just a, just a yeah, kid. Yeah, just <laughs> didn't fit his vocals, you know, for that no. album. No, um, such a strong voice. Yeah. Oh, it's over the top. No, mm-hmm. not to take away from these guys, but the only other time that happened to me is when I saw Quiet Riot for the first time, and in my mind, I always pictured uh, Kevin DeBrow to be this big gnarly biker dude because he had such a strong vocal he was screaming and yelling yeah, very and, strong vocal and then this pencil neck geek shows up with and his white <laughs> spandex his white and black striped spandex yeah yeah and just <laughs> but once you got used to it it was okay but the initial sure. visual of it was was just off-putting for me and that's how it was with fastway i saw first of all i say you got dave king there and his little red hair and you know, ninety pounds soaking wet, and he's Absolutely. singing his a, life away. Just oh yeah, good stuff. blowing it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite track is uh, "Give It All You Got," and uh, only because I think my iPod got stuck on that and played it twice while I was mowing the lawns. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but not a bad song. I, I don't. I like the last cut on the album, the the, blo- the bluesy song. Um, Far from home. Far from home. It's kind of too Zeppelin esque for me, um, but you know it's not my least favorite. It's a good song, but I, I could do without that. I'd rather have another hard rocker on there. Uh, so, but I, heft, loved, I loved it. Yeah, it's just it's I a love, good way I to close an album out. Bluesy vibe mm-hmm. and uh, fantastic. I, you know, um, one thing that I was kind of reminded of when I was revisiting it is uh, the thing I think that could have maybe been done a little different or whatever is there's there's really no backing vocals. No. It's all Dave. Nope. Yes. And um, uh, I'm trying to think what's He might overdub himself on one. There's a couple right, or, where... Or, there's a, there's like a, a couple a where you can hear something. Echo, echo yeah. or something. Yeah. Ha- Haft has got some backing vocal. Uh, yeah. Something, uh, one other song I'm trying... can't even think of it off the top of my head now, but... Um, you know, if it had some like harmonies or something else maybe mm-hmm. going on, and I, I could remember thinking that when I originally listened to it, mm-hmm. like there's there's no vacuum vocals on this. It's no, just it, it was like they went into a room and played it live, and that's, that's what it sounds like it. to me, Frank. Yeah, they you know, just all plugged in one, two, three, so. go, yeah, and, and recorded the album. Yeah. And that could have been a money issue in the studio. Yeah. You know, who, who knows? Yeah. But um, I don't know that those songs would uh, do any better with with harmonies and backing vocals because there's so much. Uh, it's so heavy. Fast City so Clark's doing so much with the guitars Fast and, and, yeah. and the drum fills and everything. So, mm. I, I think the the raw sound of it is is it's a good way to hear it. It is. I agree. Yeah. And I didn't realize that they had produced so many albums. I was telling you guys. Um, Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven different albums. I didn't albums. know that. I just had the first yeah. two. Yeah, I didn't know they um, kept going. Well, did you know that after All Fired Up, their second album, there was another album called Waiting for the Roar? Did not know. No. I don't know I if it was. The Treat thing came out in the 86. Yeah, Still with Dave King? Out. Still That's, with Dave King? I'm thinking because Trick or Treat oh. came out in 86, and they were still using Dave King on that. Yeah, it says uh, Dave King, lead vocal. Son of a gun. Wow. And then Good eight, stuff. 88, they had an album called On Target. Never heard of it. 90, Bad, Bad Girls. 
And then 2011, Dog Eat, or Eat Dog Eat, it was an EP that came out. Wow. And I listened to a little bit of it on, on iTunes because it's a different, you knew it was a different vocalist, a little bit deeper singer, you know, sounding singer and everything. I'm going to give it a try only because I, I liked uh, Fast Eddie Clark so much. Yes. So, but yeah, that is, was. And, and is Pete Way is Pete Way still in the later ones, guys? I don't think so. I, I, okay. I, you have to look it up, but no, I Pete think... uh, Pete jumped ship like right when that first album came out. Matter I was fact, wondering. I, they don't even credit him on the album, so I'm not even sure yeah. he played on it. Well, when did Wasted come out? Was that like eighty like two? Shortly after that, oh, was he, after he left to go join Ozzy, and then mm. he oh, that's st- right, stayed with Ozzy for like just right like about couple of minutes and then uh went on to do wasted i've got the cassette of the uh, debut of wasted that's all i've got um wow back then you know like i say you, you these guys were coming off with all these different projects and everything and it wasn't like they were in 10 different bands so when they did a thing you say oh they got their new group this is going to be yes. here for a while yes. yes you buy an album and then by the time the magazines hit the circuit they're already broken up and on to something yep. else Yep. Yeah, yep. and I—I I mean, I loved Wasted because, of course, I'm a big Pete Way fan. Yeah. So, well, I want to make mention before we move on. Um, this is for for the listeners. I have purposely made several mistakes during this podcast. What I expect our listeners to do in the comment section is correct me. Let's see how well you're listening and how well you're paying attention. I know the guys know, but do you, the listener? We'll find out. And they'll, the first comment will be, yeah, your first mistake was turning on the microphone. But we'll, we'll see. We'll go for it. <laughs> I like how he's, Jim, I like how he says purposely made. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you guys. Uh, <laughs> that's our Frank. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got uh, Combat Rock coming up from The Clash. And we'll uh, have some new Jim, music. Jim will have a band with a male vocalist. Well, you don't do that. Well, just let's because. yeah, let's not let's not overload you, Jim. Yeah, yeah just yeah. yeah. yeah I've already got them lined up. Well, okay. In that case, then it'll be uh, twelve out of fourteen. Okay. <laughs> well, go out, check we'll out see. the Dolly Rots. Check like out it, Green Jim. Gasoline, and of course, that. Shadow and the Thrill. Shadow and uh, the Thrill is good stuff. Check that music out, folks. Yes. All right. Well, mm-hmm. you got anything else uh, to finish us off with, Jerry? Uh, just keep rocking folks out in conspiracy land. Thank you for all your support. Uh, hit the like button. We're on all the social media. Uh, and thank you, Frank, for doing the poll. Let's see what the listeners want to do. Let's see what they want to review. We'll try uh, yeah, again. folks out there in conspiracy land. Thank you very much. We love you very much. Thank you. We love you. Thank right. you. Keep rocking. Jim, you got anything for us? <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> hit the notification bell. Uh, smash the like button. Share, subscribe. Uh, thanks, thanks for you, all those who have uh, who have been listening, who have been subs- subscribed. Thank you, and uh, and tune in every two weeks to to take a listen. Mm-hmm. And and we appreciate your comments. That's everything, folks. That's I look everything, forward to folks. the comments. Yeah. I really and, yes. uh, yeah, I, I love when people make comments, and and I love when people comment that like, hey, I went out and bought this after, you know, after listening to the podcast that they've gone out and bought some of the music that we featured. You know, you know what I like the best. The, I especially like when you say, "I really liked Frank's pick the best." That makes me feel so good. You know, <laughs> keep doing it, folks. Frank needs like, buttering like up. Like you ever needed Jim anybody to agree with you? <laughs> no, no. no. Oh. help him, folks. Help him. Jim and I can deal with it. Frank can't. I'm just, fragile. Just him fragile. Up. No, he's fragile. He's fragile. <laughs> not, not very. Good. Uh, nails. Fragile as a piece of sandpaper. Yeah. <laughs> and just as gritty. Just as gritty. You better believe it. All right, guys. Well, if you have nothing else, I guess uh, the shop is closed. Keep rocking, shop. folks. Thank you. Shop is closed. See you in two weeks. All right. <laughs>